You're now listening to the Blue Record Podcast. Yeah. Check it. Yeah. We in this together. A Spelmanite is a warrior fighting for justice. We can never be silent, so yeah, we causing no ruckus. Lift our voices up to bring injustice down. Speaking truth to power. We loving the sound, undaunted by the fight, love is all we need. It's time to clear out the air so we all can breathe. Ain't no stopping us, we stick together. This bond is gonna last forever, marching every day until we free. That's our buried treasure. Hi everyone, I'm super excited to be recording today. My name is Shiloh Wolfork. I'm a junior English major minoring in management organization from Cincinnati, Ohio, and I'm a member of the editorial team for the Blue Record this year. Hey y'all, this is Love. I am a senior political science major, food studies minor from Edgewater, New Jersey and Tryon, Alabama, and I serve as the director of the Blue Record podcast this year. Hey everyone, my name is Josephine Awusu. I'm a junior political science major on the pre-law track, and I am originally from Ghana, but I currently reside in Alexandria, Virginia. I'm so excited to be here today. I've been dying to be a host on this lovely podcast. I currently serve as one of the social media managers, and I just want to do a check-in with y'all. So how are y'all feeling? How are you guys feeling with homecoming coming up? How's the vibes? I can't believe this is my senior homecoming. <laughs> I'm class of 24, so I came in during the COVID years. And it just feels so wrong that the second homecoming concert is technically supposed to be my last. <laughs> I don't know how my friends who are graduating this year, I don't know how they're excited for homecoming and not terrified that we're almost done with this graduating. <laughs> I feel like for me, this semester so far has been kind of tiresome very busy but I am excited for homecoming because my family's coming next week so that's so exciting family coming out to see 21 and um no they're gonna be coming after the concert Uh, (laughs) um, mess with all that (laughs) they said the tailgate so we'll probably do the tailgate go get some food cute so cute I love that well I'm personally very excited for homecoming I feel like homecoming is like the actual homecoming of like all the alumna and like all the alumna who have all the network and the connections and the money (laughs) come back and it's just like a great time yeah I do love seeing the alumna see their Spelman sisters it feels like how extremely joyful I feel when I see my friends like that I haven't seen in a long time Mm -hmm. especially now as a senior Everyone's younger than me, so when I see people who have been here for years, I'm like, ah! Like, (laughs) I'm so happy. I'm so, I'm just so excited that they're here. I don't even know how to describe it. Like, it's just like a childlike joy, and I can tell that it's still there with the alumna, and it's such a beautiful experience. It definitely is a beautiful experience. And speaking of alumna and life outside of the gates, what were you guys doing this summer? Any summer internships? studying abroad what was the vibe this summer yeah this summer I actually had a marketing internship for the first time so it introduced me to marketing I realized that I 
enjoy marketing. It was at a private wealth management firm called Bessemer Trust. It was remote, so I got to be with my family. I was happy about that. But I was in their communications and client digital department, so it was different. It was (laughs) (laughs) – I I enjoyed it. I'm going back next summer. Okay, so it was good. It was good. It was good. It was good. I feel like Spellman always puts us in different positions because they want to challenge us and make sure that we know that outside these gates is outside these gates. gates. Yes. <laughs> like, it really there is. is a whole different no, world. Like, there's not coddling or anything at Spelman, I would say. But, mm-hmm. you know, you're not among other Spelmanites out in the real world. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to be in positions like that is really important. I was actually at a nonprofit in D.C. called Mercy Corps. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ooh, D.C. A, shout yes, out to DMV. Shout out to DMV. <laughs> it was very fun honestly I wasn't even outside that much I would just say that DC is a very fun energy and I really enjoyed being a Spelmanite in DC it was nice to not be on the hill or like Mm. you know any position like that because I felt like I feel like when you go to internships like that it can be it can almost feel not real. Mm. Yeah. And so I, it was nice to be at a nonprofit. It was like I was working with, like, <laughs> you know, actual adults that just, like, go to and from work mm-hmm. every day. Like, yeah. it's a nine-to-five, and that was a really nice experience. I was definitely challenged while I was there with my work. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. I would like to go back, but I think that my summer will actually be a little bit different next summer. So mm. yeah. who knows? Ooh, sounds like you had a great summer in D.C. It was great. I also accidentally picked up an unofficial internship with another organization <laughs> while I was there okay. called WANDA that okay. I really loved. Uh, WANDA stands for Women Advancing Nutrition, Dietetics, and Agriculture. Mm-hmm. And I really love that organization. They do great work, so I got to stick around with them for a while, too. So, yeah, it was wild. I was just kind of exploring yeah. life, uh, like, DC. for real. Did yeah. you try mumbo sauce and wings? It's like a DMB cultural food type of thing. Don't hate me. Oh, my God, love. <laughs> <laughs> don't say it. Maybe I don't even need to finish it. Oh. The answer is no, though. Oh, I'm sorry. God. Yeah, I'm not really a wings chicken person. Wings? Yes, it's like, I don't even know how to describe it. Like, you just have to be from the DMB to know. It's like this mm. specific type of sauce yeah. that you dip with your fries and your wings that you get from, like, a Chinese carryout store. It's like right. a cultural significance in I the I just DMV. don't. I'm not a sauce person. Oh. Like, Ooh. I know this is very controversial. This is not the episode <laughs> to talk about this. But, yeah, I didn't even try Ethiopian food. I think Ethiopian food is, like, really big yes. out there, too. I didn't even... I don't. I was stuck on this one restaurant called Bronze. It's like an Afrofuturism restaurant in DC mm. that was gorgeous. Every aspect of the restaurant was gorgeous. The food was amazing. I just went back several times and didn't do anything else. <laughs> yeah, the DMV is definitely a melting pot of like several different cultures. So I'm surprised mm, you yeah. didn't try anything new. And it was nice that there were so many other Spelmanites in DC too. Right. That was another thing I was really grateful for because yeah. there was definitely not any other HBCU person at my internship. So mm-hmm. to know that there were other Spelmanites in DC was very comforting. No, that's yeah. nice. Shout out the DMV again, y'all. <laughs> Period. 
But this summer, I had the amazing opportunity of studying in Paris, France with Cornell Law School. Shout out my... Not too much. I know. <laughs> I know. Okay, not too much. Don't play with me. Shout out my lovely Paris group, Jordan, Kasaya, David, and Morgan. I love y'all so much, and I definitely miss Paris. So this summer, I basically took three law school courses, and mm. I got to like actually like sit in a law school class. Mm. I got to speak to like Cornell Law School professors about like what law school actually is, how to prepare for my LSAT. I actually took like two law school exams. It wasn't even that bad. Wow. So it made exams? me right. Like the actual test? Yes, like actual law okay. school exams. And I got an A minus in the course. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I love so, this for you. I know. I'm so excited for law school, studying for my LSAT in January. Had an amazing experience in Paris overall. Definitely learned a lot studying abroad away from my parents. And just like the people that I went with were like an amazing experience like those are now my lifelong friends because we went through like a whole milestone a whole core memory together that I can't let go of international experience exactly international experience with like internationally educated people I loved it it was an amazing opportunity that makes me really happy to hear because next summer I want to participate in a graduate school prep program because I'm interested in a master in public Mm -hmm. policy and not a lot of we're going to get into this but like Mm -hmm. you know at Spelman, when you are a political science major, often you're pre-law, you probably yeah. want to go into big law. So for me to have an interest in an MPP, I feel like I kind of have to forge my own path. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited to have a cohort of students where I'm taking classes. And right. That's exciting. I just, I love that. How did you find out about? So I got an email about like the opportunity and I applied and I really didn't even think I was going to get it I was like this is a long shot I'm gonna just apply anyways and so I applied I got an email saying I got accepted so I was like oh my god wait Cornell Law School this is crazy that's amazing I know right it was such an amazing opportunity and then after I got the acceptance I had to go through like the financial stuff of like paying and stuff like that obviously Spelman specifically the social justice program shout out Dr. Spence shout out always shout out Dr. Spence definitely helped fund me going and studying abroad with the whole experience and then my overall favorite thing was definitely the people that I went with I definitely learned a lot from them definitely built new bonds and then also understanding that like I would not have this opportunity unless I went to Spelman because like when we went like the other students came from other Ivy League institutions and like there was one more house man shout out David and then there was four Spelman girls I see. so you know out of 20 like I want to say 20 30 students so majority of the students came from Spelman. Wow. So definitely an amazing opportunity. I love that. You know, around 60% of graduates from Spelman have a full-time job placement when they leave. Around 20% of them go into graduate school. I really love that the social justice program was able to support you going. Mm-hmm, and that's sure. one thing about opportunities at Spelman. Sometimes when an opportunity comes along, it's almost as if you have to be in the exact right place mm-hmm. at the exact right time so that the person who can help you is right in front of you. <laughs> and it's so important and vital to make connections with people on campus. Mm-hmm. Even if you're not a part of, say, a social justice program, an honors program, You can make friends with people who work in offices across campus. You can make friends with professors individually without being a part of this program. Half of the time, professors don't even remember who is in or not in (laughs) the programs that they oversee. So, you know, go out of your way to make those connections so that when opportunities come along, you have someone 
in your corner who can support you. Because if Dr. Spence weren't there, it would have been a whole different situation, situation. in terms of yeah. trying to get to Paris. Yeah. Like, she definitely helped a lot. And she was definitely an angel in the moment. Because, yeah. like, yes, my parents were able to fund it, but I really didn't want them to, knowing mm. that, like, it was just, like, a lot financially. And so Dr. Spence, coming to her about this opportunity, she was like, oh, I'd love to, like, help you with this. Let me know if there's anything I could do. Like, the social justice program will love to help you with this. And I'm just like, yes, you're a blessing. I also definitely agree with what you were saying about being at the right place at the right time because before, like, at the end of last year, I didn't have anything lined up. Like, I was really stressed about not having an internship, like, having to go back home, not really doing anything or feeling like I'm not doing anything. And then Dr. Height sent this opportunity through the honors program, and that's how I found out about Bessemer and the, the marketing role and everything. So super grateful for that because I was feeling very stressed about not having something lined up. Yeah. You just have to stay tapped in. Uh-huh. You really have to <laughs> I check that right away. email. Like, here's my resume. <laughs> here's my resume. <laughs> like, when they say get on your Zoom, this get is what they mean. Yes. Because like, so many email. full with opportunities. Mm-hmm. Like, so many. You just have to take advantage. And when those opportunities don't get used, like, programs close. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, when students don't apply, these companies don't want to continue to invest. So mm-hmm. take that opportunity for yourself and open that opportunity for the next person. I had so many people. I had someone, literally, I looked in my DMs today. Someone DM'd me a year ago and was like, hey, I interned at Mercy Corps a few years ago. I'm going to share this with my network. I didn't even see, like, you know, <laughs> I didn't even see the DM. But people are just going out of their way to say, like, I want to help you. I want to mm-hmm. support you. So find those people. Advocate for yourself. We'll get back to that. Yeah. Did you know? That around 60% of graduates leave Spelman with a full-time job placement, and around 20% of them go straight into graduate school. Mm. Okay, shout out to Spelman, number one HBCU for 17 right. consecutive years for a reason. <laughs> no, I didn't know that. That's, that's great. 60% feels that's real good. It like, does. It does. Sometimes I do get daunted, especially when it comes to my specific field of interest like I'm interested in food policy as a political science major there's no one else who's interested in food policy that I've met and I talk about it in every class so I'd I'd have to know them I get scared where am I gonna work (laughs) what am I gonna do post Spelman you know I'm a professional student right now I don't really know how to move on to the next step but being at Spelman makes you feel secure that you are going to have job security It's just kind of about, like, playing it in the right way. I think Spelman does a really great job about hosting companies at the school to talk to students about what goes on there. Like, Google was just here recently, and there's always a career fair going on, whether it's a graduate school fair or a career fair specific to, you know, STEM, et cetera. It's really, like, literally this morning there was something that got emailed out like an hour before it started happening. Like nine federal companies were here. <laughs> I, I know, like, I've seen Whoa. that. I was like, wow. And then yeah. I also recently got an email about more study abroad opportunities coming from Milligan and like right. all the internships that they have available for like not only this summer, but like this winter coming up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. There's 
Always something coming out. Always yes. something to do. I just got that study abroad email. I kind of want to apply. Yeah. For Barcelona. You should. You should. <laughs> you she definitely kind of want to go to Spain. Yeah, that's where Alexandra is right now. Yes. She's enjoying it. I okay. know. Shout she did Alexandra. say she was enjoying it. Period. And see, My that's God. what the point about connections. Mm-hmm. Like, now you know someone who's doing exactly what you want to do. That's your connect. Mm-hmm. She can walk you through the whole thing. Speaking of the Office of Career Planning and Development... I just want to give a quick shout out to the Office of Career Planning and Development and the Student Success Program. Yes, yes. big shout out to them. When I say anointed, <laughs> <laughs> I mean God really put the people in those offices there to do their job. And they Honestly. do it. Like, something about being at Spelman is that you're not just learning how to be an incredible scholar. You're not just learning how to navigate the world by coming to Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It also forces you to learn to be your own advocate. And one of the ways you can learn to do it in a low-risk, low-stakes environment is by walking into the Milligan building behind the suites and talking to someone at the Student Success Program mm-hmm. or the Office of Career Planning and Development Because they want to get to know students. They want to get to know your interests. They want to get to know your dreams. Mm -hmm. Because it's literally their job to help you create a, like, 10-step plan to your dreams. That's what they get paid for. That's why they're on campus every day. They come to campus to do this. So, please, know that even though the opportunities can feel very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. We just mentioned like seven different emails in right? the span of two minutes. <laughs> it can feel overwhelming, but there are people here who can help you sift out all of these things. You know, Dr. Ruth Simmons was here today, hosted by uh, President Gale for the conversations in the C-suite. She said, people can want to help you just because they are the right people to do that. And I really immediately thought of the Student Success Program. I thought of Miss Brandy Reese, who has always been very kind and helpful to me. Every time I go in there stressed about my degree works, <laughs> she's like, okay, Lola, sit down. She's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> like, I love her. You know, that's her job. And they love their job. Speaking of student success, shout out Dr. Lewis. Mm. I love Dr. Lewis. Like, I go to Dr. Lewis's office. <sighs> I haven't went frequently just because junior year has just been junior year. But every time I do go, it doesn't even have to be about, like, my life at Spelman or academics. It could be about anything. Like, last time I went in her office, we were talking about her trip to Ghana and how she's excited for that. And it's just, like, candid conversations that I can have with her. And I feel like the whole point of student success is bigger than just helping you with academics or, like, your life outside of a Spelman. But it's really, like, what do you need right now to be successful? And sometimes in that moment, I just need a conversation about what country we want to travel to. And I feel like she's just an amazing person, so sweet, so kind-hearted. So shout-out to Dr. Lewis. Yes. And I would shout-out Miss Brandy Reese again. I recently just started a new role as an ADW tutor in the Student Success Program. Ooh, yes. Highly recommend. I actually okay, really like congratulations. tutoring. Thank you. But she's been great so far. Like, we had our little tutor check-in. And she was literally just like, I want to sit down and make sure that the tutors are okay, too. You know, like, because we're helping other students. And she was like, how are you doing? Like, how's your course load? How are you doing with internships, fellowships, things like that? And so her just really showing that she cares about not only how I'm doing as a tutor, but also how I'm doing mentally and 
academically and everything, it was it was super nice, and I appreciate yeah. her. Shout out student success. Before we move on, I wanted to bring back into the conversation this idea that there are some students who are really catered to when it comes to the career fairs, like pre-law students and pre-med students. Seems like there's something for them every week, which is not a problem. There's a lot of those students here, and I'm very grateful for them that they have those opportunities. But other fields of study do, I know, feel anxiety about like not having opportunities presented to them all the time, like the fine arts students. Theater and performance, um, right. all of those majors. I would definitely say as a pre-law, as a poli-sci major on the pre-law track, I definitely receive a lot of opportunities from Spelman and have been so fortunate enough to like study abroad, to do internships with local law firms and things of that nature. But I'm also in conversations with my friends who are more into the fine arts, more into like the business aspects of life. And I can definitely see that like when we have like these career fairs, I can go talk to these law firms and they can tell me about law school and stuff like that and like graduate programs that are catered to like studying political science. But when it's like my friends who are interested in fashion design and marketing, it's definitely way harder for them. And I feel like Spelman is very... have a hyper focus on putting black women in STEM and then putting black women in like corporate C-suite yeah right exactly which again isn't a problem at all if you're listening we love it bring us more opportunities please do not stop doing that (laughs) don't stop (laughs) but you know what about these other students right Mm -hmm. because for some of these fine arts students they haven't even had a dedicated building their entire time at Spelman so do they feel like valued and do they actually feel like someone's looking out for them and also I feel like having all of these big companies come really silos everybody into one like field of career Mm -hmm. and we're employing people and that's great but how diverse is that employment and I, I don't know. Like, I don't really know what can be done. I guess it would have been wise to bring somebody on <laughs> from one of these, right, from from one one of these offices. Um, yeah, I know that you were talking a little bit about theater and performance. I had a friend who was a theater and performance major, and she actually recently switched her major to computer science because she felt like there were just no opportunities that she was getting. She feels like the theater and performance major is just kind of not what she was expecting in terms of how much funding and support that they get. And so I feel like it's pretty unfortunate that she had to switch out of something that she's passionate about in order to feel more secure for, like, post-grad or... It is. Just even for summers, you know what I'm saying? Like, summer opportunities. So I think that's really unfortunate. And then for me, as an English major, I think it is really difficult for English majors that want to go into maybe writing or, like, what's another... English major, <laughs> like screenwriting yeah. or editing, editing. Yeah, because I am more corporate leaning. Like I know that I want to go into corporate marketing right now, at least as like a launching point, and then eventually get my MBA. Um, okay. And so, yes, yes, <laughs> yes, that's the plan as of right now. But it's hard because we talk about this a lot in my English classes. For the people who are not wanting to go into corporate careers, they feel. Like, they're not necessarily being seen or being supported in the same ways, especially at these career fairs. And so, 
I do think it's really unfortunate, and I wish I could think of a, like, Better more soon. instant solution. Yeah, I'll definitely say, fun fact about me, I used to be a double minor in theater performance and writing. And Weird. I actually dropped my theater performance minor because I took a lot of classes. I love the whole department. Mm-hmm. A lot of my favorite classes were within that department. But it was just like, they just didn't have a lot of the connections and opportunities that poli sci had. Mm-hmm. And just like, because... Yeah. If you asked me like five years ago, you know, what do you want to be when you grow up? I would have said I want to be on TV. So <laughs> that's exactly why I wanted to minor in theater performance. And then also understanding like they don't have their own building. So we were in the Science Center. We were in Giles. Like we were just in like vast areas that had nothing to do with theater and performance. Yeah. And so I'm really thankful that they're actually like building this new building for the innovation building for like more business people who are interested in that and then also Mm -hmm. like the theater and performance building is being like rebuilt and stuff so hopefully that all comes to pass i know fall 2024 is when they're all supposed to open Mm -hmm. but praying that it comes to pass because we really need some opportunities for my other spelman sisters really scary like it is coming to college knowing you're leaving with a degree and just having no just no concept mm-hmm. of what you could even do. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, again, like, that's where the reinforcement of, like, connections and community is, like, so important. Knowing that Spelman alumni want to speak to us, like, mm-hmm. we need to really take advantage of that because Huge. otherwise there's just no direction. Yes. Yeah. I will also say, like, going back to connections and really making sure you're reaching out to those people who are willing to support you. I love the English department. Like, it's my one of my favorite things about Spelman, like, since I've been here. I started out as a poli-sci major, and I feel so supported in English. Like, nothing against poli-sci. Yeah, but <laughs> That's a whole other episode. <laughs> <laughs> nothing against poli-sci, but I feel like in- the English department fits me a lot better. And so I will say shout-out to Dr. Nadler because he sends out a lot of opportunities for people who we kind of spoke about earlier who may not be as supported at those career fairs. Even or- I get his emails. No, literally. <laughs> like, he's on the blast every single day. Every day. So I really appreciate him. And then also sophomore English majors are required to take an English seminar class and that's all focused on like designing your life and it's kind of like our Braven if that Mm, makes sense. I love Um, that. I love that. And we will get into Braven a bit later but I feel like that English seminar class is really helpful for sophomores too who may want to go into those like screenwriting or editing because it allows you to see that you don't have to be pushed into that C-suite and it allows you to see that your dreams and your aspirations are equally as valued. Let's talk about Braven. <laughs> Let's. Let's please you talk know, about Braven. Deep sigh. We really just need to take a moment of silence. For so the trauma. For those who don't know, Braven is a career prep class that Spellman recently indoctrinated into the <laughs> curriculum. I think it started my year. Or maybe 2021. I'm not, I don't even remember. But I did not have a good Braven experience. I'm just going to start off bat by saying that outright. You know, as I've mentioned, I have an unconventional interest, which is food policy. But I'm a food studies minor. And at the time I was taking Braven, I was just like, oh, I want to farm. Period. I just want to farm. That is my, that will be my job, which is still. A part of the plan, but, you know, my 
lady. <laughs> what are they called? <laughs> um, advisor? My the, the oh, leadership coach. The, my brave and leadership, leadership coach. coach. Uh, she, I forgot that's what they were called. I know. Whole different names. <laughs> like advisor? She <laughs> had us all, like the group, everybody say what they wanted to do as their career. And when I said mine, she laughed. Like genuine laugh from her belly. <laughs> It was a chuckle. I, it was more than a chuckle. Hilarious. It was a, a guffaw. It, yes, <laughs> that is the best word to describe it. I didn't want to say cackle. A guffaw is perfect. Oh my goodness! And I was so Crazy. offended. Like, no way you just laughed at my career goals. Right. I'm a sophomore in college. Yeah. Like, I just turned twenty, probably. Like, how are we? What are we doing here? What are we doing? I just felt like that was very unprofessional. And, you know, I understand that we're students, but we have rights. <laughs> like, yeah. we, we have a right to be treated like an adult, like a cognizant human being. Right. So to be laughed at. Very dismissive. Very diminishing. I yeah. I just stopped going to class, child. I, I just stopped going to class. Because yeah. no way you're going to disrespect my career interests and then tell me how I'm going to achieve it. Exactly. Right, right. So my takeaway... Let's replace Braven. I agree. Yeah. My experience with Braven is like, yes, I do want to be a lawyer, and that involves a lot of like corporations and stuff like that. But I just feel like Braven was not suitable for me because at the start of my fall semester freshman year, I was still a theater performance minor, and I was really more interested in like just being on TV. Period. Like just being on TV. That's what I really wanted to do. And so, yes, my resume was fully locked and loaded. But it was like, even when I gave in my like gave them my resume for them to look over, she was like, "This is not good enough." I remember my leadership coach telling me that. And so it's like I just did not have a good experience with Braven. And the way she graded my resume, I was not a fan of. And my resume has gotten me into several places. So it's right. like it wasn't my resume. Might have been you, baby, but <laughs> I said it wasn't me. It wasn't me. But yeah, I definitely see like the concept of Braven being so important. But let Braven cater to all students. Like right. it should not just be corporations. And we should also look into who we're hiring to be our leadership coaches. Because if you're going to be a leadership coach, actually lead with diligence, patience, and grace. Ooh, you shouldn't yeah. be laughing at somebody just because you want to be a farmer. Love, be a farmer. Right. <laughs> Who's going to stop you? Be a farmer. Like, I just, <laughs> the fact that somebody contracted by the school took me less seriously than somebody in the Office of Career Planning and Development would have just mm -hmm. is very confusing. Very yeah. confusing. Because that's a waste of money <laughs> on Spellman's end. Ultimately. Like, yeah. And then also it's like, Braven is virtual. So you're mm. on Zoom from 6 to 8. That's very daunting. <laughs> and as a Spellman, I feel very daunted by that fight. Like It's it very long. Very long. And then the Cavs' yeah. hours were very exactly. early as well. So there would be days that we would not eat. Right. Because right. we have to sit in front of a camera with in front of the Zoom with yeah. our cameras They said have on. your cameras on. I was just about to say, I feel like there's a disconnect in this class because it's supposed to be something impactful. But it's not even just, like, the disconnect from, like, it being through Zoom that's daunting. But it's also the hours. We're talking from 6 to 8. Yeah. Like, what are we really no talking job about? Y'all are... <laughs> <laughs> there are just so many things. This is a common theme that I'm probably going to bring up on the podcast, like, several times this year. Some things are just not comprehensively thought Rude. At and it's all. so evident. Like, for a STEM student mm -hmm. to have a six to eight class, 
every week. <laughs> I just, I mean, as a freshman. That's a lot. Or is. is it a freshman? Sophomore. As a sophomore. I mean, some people barely made it out their freshman year. <laughs> Why are you adding on a class that some people right. won't even, like, some people can leave Spelman never having taken a class that late if it wasn't for Braven. Literally. 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 Honestly. Me. Right. So I just I don't know. It you know. I think I see where they were going. I see the <laughs> vision. I saw the vision. I, I mean we vision. always see the vision. Right. It just wasn't but the execution. executed, right. Yeah. It wasn't the ex the execution. And it really I really can't yeah. even blame Spellman. I blame Braven. I blame Braven yeah. as a whole. I think this could have been a lot better thought out, like you said. Like people should have been even if they were broken up on, based on their career aspirations, that would make more sense. Then assign exactly. a leadership coach to each of those groups because then maybe people would be able, be able to get a little bit more out of it. I know a lot of people felt like they were being pushed into C-suite positions from yes. Raven because it was all yes. corporate leadership yes. from, like, consulting right. firms and – yeah. What were some of the other firms? So many. And I will definitely say, like, Braven did play a huge role into why I s dropped, like, theater performance. Apart from, like, there's, like, a lack of, like, resources within that department, which is completely not their fault. Right. But it was just, like, the whole, like, you need to be a corporate lawyer in order to actually make money, in order to actually be successful. Like, you need to have A, B, and C mm -hmm. rather than... D, E, and F. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And so just like the structure that Braven has you in is definitely not befitting to students who don't even want to do that. And I know at that time, I think I was still a poli-sci major, and I was very focused on, like, nonprofit advocacy yeah. and, like, nonprofit work. And so <laughs> <laughs> I was just kind of a little bit confused when I was right, in Right, sure, sure, I felt sure. like I was selling my soul already. Mm, <laughs> That's right. kind of what it felt like. Yeah. But. Wow. That's so real. That's so real. Actually, let that. me not put it so negatively. No, but, but I mean, that's valid. <laughs> no, it's but, valid. But it kind of felt like I was, yeah, it kind of yeah. just felt like I was being pushed into something that I didn't necessarily sign up for because yeah. I didn't realize that it was very, like, C-suite heavy. Yeah. And now that is something that I'm kind of trying to, wanting to go into because I see it as a starting point for myself yeah. and then eventually transitioning into more nonprofit work. But, yeah, I, I don't just, think I was prepared for it to be set up that way right right and i think <laughs> like why is it six to eight? no why is it six because to eight? why is it two hours long like, um, what are you doing for two hours at, in, in the class? evening like it's just too yeah. long like we're in college also, from six to eight i'm taking a nap eating hanging out with my friends like i'm detoxing from from all the classes i took throughout that day it was just a lot. But we're not bashing Braven. We're just giving critiques on what could be better through our experiences. Right. So that, because we see the vision of Braven and how, like, it could be a really good thing. But it's important for you all to know, like, this is what happened. These are our experiences. And for the next generation, let's do better. Yeah, yeah I think it's just important to be critical because I think that Spellman brought Braven in because they are minority-owned and led. Right. They are a mainly minority-employed business. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone was just like, yay, like, you know, <laughs> like, you know, they just yay. didn't think beyond that. Like, they just like, yes, black people doing career development. Let's put them in. Like, right. And I just I do not feel like they're I, I don't know. I just I don't think that's the way that classes are normally brought into an academic yeah. space. Like, I think they just kind of. 
it just feels forced. It just always yeah. felt Maybe forced. there should have been like a survey release to see if students really have a need for something like right. this or would benefit from a structure like right. this. Because obviously students, there are some students who need support with mm-hmm. their resumes and with their right. writing skills. Like, yeah. but I don't think that part was, I don't think that part was too bad. But. Right. But how can we be concise <laughs> because we don't need to drag it out like from six to eight it was like and then know. six to eight on hump wednesday they as a college student going to the exactly yeah, they said right oh going my god to the imagine Imagine I don't have to imagine. No, that actually happened to me. <laughs> that last actually happened. It actually <laughs> happened to me last year. I actually had Braven oh the night of no. Neo Soul. Me as well. During homecoming, this Neo. Well, no, baby. No. I oh. went. <laughs> that didn't occur. I, I came a little occur. late. I saw him performing, dancing. Yeah, around. I we me and my friends we definitely pulled up late mm-hmm. because we had mock interviews that night. I we remember. did, and they said you can't miss. They, they said, said you can't meet camera. Yes, that's what they said. Yes, like what kind of class? structure is that that is threatening and scary and i don't exactly like it. the yeah. sun's going down and i'm sitting in front of a zoom from six to eight what's really going on <laughs> like i don't like i was that. like trying to get ready right after the i know <laughs> <laughs> like and they said business casual i had on my concert outfit looking in front of the zoom like it just was not like the time. they need to set us up for success that was not setting us up for success mm. at all yeah. like at all but i mean I know we kind of talked, we kind of criticized Braven for a little bit, but do you guys think that there's any aspects of it that can be effective career prep? For sure, like helping students plan out their resumes, Mm -hmm. having those mock interviews, like those are important aspects Mm -hmm. that students, specifically at Spelman, definitely need in order to carry on to like their future aspirations. But again, like I just feel like the execution wasn't just properly done well. Mm -hmm. I feel like it could have been done so much better. Like you should have thought through a college kids perspective would you sit or in front surveyed of, them right yeah ask asked us <laughs> right. would you sit in front of a zoom from six to eight on hump wednesday <laughs> yeah during I, meals old? like no. but <laughs> you said no. I, think that, I think that also it didn't need to be braven like mm. yeah resume resume work and just workshopping mm-hmm. your career plan Yo, my pal could have been trained in that, right. and that could have been a pal Tuesday no, no, every other week. Yeah, like, it could've. It could've. why did you guys need to contract that an entire have. company yeah. to do something exactly. that you sent an email? Even for the <laughs> student success program, because I know they have study group exactly. leads, yes. and that's supposed to be like, I don't know if that's more tied towards homework, but that could be something that they could help with, right. too. Right. And then I feel like that in itself, like those two ideas, foster sisterhood and community at Spelman, exactly, exactly. without having to, like, bring in other corporations and like just spend so much money that could be put towards our scholarship. Now there's resentment because Mm. the leadership coach thinks that one girl's career (laughs) is the most important career in the world and somebody else is laughable. (laughs) Exactly. But yeah, yeah, Braven could have been, it could have been so much better. And I I, honestly, I was just sitting here thinking to myself, what did I really learn from Braven? Mm. Y'all, I'm really trying to figure out what did I really learn from Braven that I didn't learn from Dr. Waldemarian and like my professors that set me aside and said, your resume should look like this if you're interested in law school. Like, Mm -hmm. what did I really take on from Braven? Like, I remember having to do those modules every Sunday night. The modules, you know what? If they wanted Braven to be more effective, I feel like even making us go to the mock interviews, doing the resume resume workshop doing the linkedin workshop it could have just been that and not the modules because the modules literally took five minutes to like click through exactly who was 
I don't really know what I was learning from the modules. I also think that I mentioned earlier that sophomore English majors have a seminar class. Mm-hmm. Even something like that. Right. For, right. Like each for major. each major. Yeah. Because yeah. in that class, we're learning how to design our life according to how we want the English major to work for us, like mm-hmm. what we want to do post-grad. And I feel like it would be so helpful to have that for each of the majors. Exactly. You know, maybe it means a more robust advising mm. situation yeah. because I know there's a specific advisor in my department who mm-hmm. everybody's like, I need another professor to do this because it's professor. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, if we really made sure that the professors who about advise, <laughs> and we love him, but love know, him. it's okay, love it's okay. Love everybody at Spelman. I love the entire political science department. I'm going to just say that from the bottom of my heart. Period. I love them. Don't love English. Even, Shout out to start shouting anybody out. But anyway, you know, if everybody's advisement were insured to be great, the advisor could look over your resume. The mm-hmm. advisor can talk about the classes you need to take. Mm-hmm. That's really important. Like for the political science department, people don't even know that you can have a concentration. Mm-hmm. I know, right? People like, don't know why that. Why do you not know? I didn't know that. that I didn't know that when I was your, a poli sci major. I just found that, that out right now. Your course sequence, yeah. like mm-hmm. that, you know, ensures that you're taking classes that relate to something that you care about. Mm-hmm. So now you're in class complaining that you don't care about what you're learning, but you didn't know that about you could take classes that you cared yeah. about. Yeah. Like, that's not anyone's fault, but your own at that point. Like, mm-hmm. this is bringing us back to the you have to advocate for yourself. Like, right, you just right. have to be on top of your Zoom. Mm-hmm. You, you have must. to be on your Zoom. Must. <laughs> at 5 p.m., you got to be on your Zoom. At 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. <laughs> 6 um, to 8, you got to be on the oh, You really mind. had to be on Zoom. <laughs> Oh, I can't do those hours. I can't, y'all. I could not do those hours. I was sitting there literally crying like, (laughs) I just want to take a nap. I want to go get something to eat. I did. Okay, something positive. I actually did have a really good leadership coach, though. Okay, that's beneficial. She was a Spelman alum, too. Oh, that's amazing. So I feel like my experience was a little bit different because I did. Oh. Oh. (laughs) That makes it worse. Uh, (laughs) No, that did make it worse. (laughs) Yeah. That did make it worse. Um, but again, you know, it's okay. It's uh-huh. okay. You can't let these experiences end you. That's another key takeaway. Because I could still be mad, and I am. But <laughs> I'm not going to let it stop me from moving on to my next internship. I didn't let it stop me from making my LinkedIn and my resume look great. Yes. You know, sometimes people don't want to support your dream. You have to make your own opportunities. Like, that's what being here at Spelman is about. It's about making that opportunity your own mm-hmm. every single time. That's how you become distinctive. Yes. And that's how you get chosen for the next opportunity. Every single time. Shout out the number one HBCU for 17 consecutive years. <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> so silly You for know that. I'm going to bring that up every time. <laughs> Period. Hey, if you're listening to this, I know we've said it a few times, but please do stop by that Milligan building. Check in with the Student Success Program and the Office of Career Planning and Development because they do want to help you. Reach out to Spelman alumna that inspire you. I promise that they probably, nine times out of ten, will respond to your DM on Instagram. If Mm -hmm. you DM them and say, oh, my God, you inspire me so much. Can you tell me how you like your coffee chat? Right, they would love it. It's worth it. Mm-hmm. It's worth your time. It's worth feeling scared about it for a second. But once you get that information, you locked in. Yes. Right. Again, shout out the number one HBC for 17 consecutive years. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, remember where you are. You're not here for no reason. Remember Mm. where you are. And then also, I always like to use the statistics at Spelman College. There's currently 2,350 students at Spelman. We had, like, over 13,000 applications last year. We have 828 freshmen right now. Very selective, very competitive to get into Spelman College. Our minimum average GPA is a 3.9. You're here for a reason. Take advantage. That's the average GPA? Yes, average GPA. Where does stats from? This right. Stats? I'm like, what oh, students are they fed up in stats? I'm like, I'm an ambassador. Shout out to Student Ambassador oh, Program. You're an ambassador. Yes. Okay. That's period. why I just know so many random facts about Spelman. Yeah. But I'm a student it. ambassador. That's amazing. Right. I know. Shout out Spelman, really, because we're a very competitive institution. So if you're here, you're here for a reason. Make the most of it. Exactly. Make the most of it. When we drop the post for this episode on our Instagram, at the Blue Record, please be sure to drop your career aspirations because you might just find someone who has one similar to yours. And you guys might just start a company or something crazy like right. that. You know, you never know. Spelman alumni are so strong. Right. We Generational wealth. Spellpreneurs. <laughs> <laughs> That's another opportunity. That is right. another opportunity. There we go, throwing out opportunities. <laughs> Be Left sure to follow us on all socials at The Blue Record. Check out our website, theblueRecordPodcast.com, for our blog and lots of other lovely information. If you'd like, leave us a voicemail and a link tree on our Instagram. And be sure to listen to us next time. Yes, we love you guys. Thanks love you guys.